joking. No, no, I'm joking. You can. I'm You're not. here. Hey no guys, welcome to the Spooky Chat Podcast. I'm Monica. I'm Tim. I'm Jennifer. It's good to be here again. Happy Halloween. This is going to come out right after Halloween. This is one of my favorite holidays after Thanksgiving because of. I wonder who's going to do the party this year. So we're filming this two months in advance. So Halloween, by the time this comes out, has happened. We usually have, somebody has a party. Do y'all remember the Halloween party? Was it last year or the year before? Oh, I still have glitter in my apartment that you're talking about the last Oh! (laughs) I was thinking about the year before. (laughs) Yes! That was before? Okay, the year before was when you were Sadness and he was King Tim. And then last year, I was Storm from X-Men. I was Morty. Yes! (laughs) I I just want to make a correction. I was King Curtin. (laughs) Because all I could find was a curtain. And a crown. You made it work, though. I made it work. You made it work. It sure did. So I am already thinking about my my, uh, Christmas. I'm already thinking about Christmas, too. But I'm Merry Christmas! (laughs) I... Right now, it is mid-August. I have been thinking about my Halloween costume for the past few months. I've got something in mind, but I don't... Now that it's approaching, I'm like, do I want to do it? Do I not want to do it? Because it's going to require a little bit of body modification. Not something intense, but it's going to be... If I do it, it's going to be noticeable for the next few months. You don't need that big toe. I mean, cut it off, (laughs) put the shoe on. It's gonna work out. Oh, okay, okay, Cinderella. What? Is that is that what we're aiming body for? modification? Okay. <laughs> anyway, no. did we say this was the Spooky Chat podcast? This is the Spooky Chat podcast. Okay, I feel like we just jump right into it. Well, I think we did say it, but oh no, the library will close in one hour. <laughs> it's gonna do that every fifteen minutes until oh. nine o'clock. Yeah. So we just have to make sure that we're we're spicing it out. We are back again in the beautiful Austin Public Library. Um, unfortunately, we did not get our usual space, so we can't really see anybody, and we can't really see that beautiful big clock. But it's kind of quiet here. We're here in the middle of the week, so maybe this is a good time. Yeah, it's a good it's a good spot. I think Saturdays are usually kind of busy with crazy. Yeah, crazy crowds, screaming kids. Um, it's been pretty chill today. Yeah, any of those kids, the black eyed kids? No, no black eyed kids. I How don't believe you. they go to libraries. Okay, okay. No, they come to your house. I heard a story where a black eyed kid was like, "Can we please use your telegraph?" And the the person was like, "Excuse me," and he said, "Can we please use your telephone?" How do you post on a Facebook with a telegraph? <laughs> I, okay, I only know one code in Morse code. I wonder what they know. We need to learn Morse code. Is it just SOS? Yes, dot, 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 dash, 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 <laughs> dot, dot, dot. That's all I know. But that's, I feel like that's all you need to know. That tells me that that black-eyed kid had shown up in the wrong time period, and he said, oh, they have phonographs or whatever the hell. And then he's like, oh, shit, I'm in 2018. Uh, I need to use your telephone. Okay, so can they time travel? Probably. Or time isn't real. have they just been, yes, have they just been around that? long that they have to remember what technology like the silence oh my god <laughs> okay this uh, this is not that episode right now no. we are talking about a subject that at first it seems very light very fluffy mm-hmm. dream visitations yep. but it got real real quick yeah yeah i have a very small interview for you disclaimer you guys i am not a professional journalist i i don't know if you guys knew that we're still learning well So I got this story from our friend's husband. Mm -hmm. He's a super sweet guy and 
he told me, he was like, I have some stories for you. He has shadow people stories, which he had told me before. He was telling me this story and the, inter- the, the whole interview for this story is about two or three minutes. I cut off the machine after minute one. He, he had started the story and he was telling me the story and he hesitated. And I thought, oh, he's hesitating. Maybe he's nervous. It is very nerve wracking to be in front of a microphone. Yes. But... As I started coaxing him, like I was doing the coaxing motion, Mm -hmm. that's when it finally hit me when he started talking again that this was a super emotional topic. I didn't realize that at the time. I'm going to let you guys hear the story. I apologize for the sound quality. (laughs) If you ask me to come to your house and film, I will try my best to come to your house and film. Mm -hmm. However, this microphone picks up air conditionings. It picks up fans. It picks up dogs barking. (laughs) It picks up everything. The air conditioning and a fan were both on in the background we turn the fan off but the air conditioning still going so that's what you're hearing in the background and that's why the audio is a little off but here's the story our friend told us and it's super quick because it turned really emotional and i felt very uncomfortable having his full story be out there it means a lot that he decided to share it with us i appreciate it yeah it absolutely blew me away so here it is so in march of 2003 my friend decided to car accident. The night they died, that afternoon, one of our friends took a shirt from one of the other person's cars and died. And the only person who knew he took his shirt was the person who passed away and him. Well, the person who passed away came to that person's mother in a dream and said, tell Kevin I want my shirt back. And then he came to me in a dream wearing the shirt. And he said to tell his sister that he wants his gray sweater to cold. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. So we were talking about the one of the pictures you have on your wall. Can you tell me about that? Yeah. So some friends passed away in a car accident in March 2000. And then... The day of the crash, one of the people in the accident uh, had another person who was there take a shirt from his car, and only those two people knew about the shirt, the guy that passed away and the guy that took the shirt. So the guy that passed away came to his mom, the other guy's mom. (laughs) In a dream, and she... uh. He told her, tell Kevin, I want my blue shirt back. And then only Kevin knew he took it. So then he came to me in a dream wearing a blue shirt. And he said, tell my family I want my gray sweater. And he had a favorite gray sweater. So in his culture, they were allowed, so they burned clothes to go into the afterlife. So that's one of the things they burned. So... Have you seen him since or had any kind of dream about him since? No. And how did that make you feel to see him in a dream after he passed? It was, it was definitely odd. It almost made everything worse. Like the feeling, you know, because it was so close to it happening. I mean, it was been like a week. So... But in the dream, he said he was cold. He was, like, shaking, you know. So he said he wants his sweater. 
thank you for sharing your story. I know it's a super emotional story. And so thank you for sharing that story. And we'll put this on the podcast. We're back. Every time I go into their house, they have a picture and there's three guys on the wall and there's a date under it. And I thought, oh, that's a cute little picture. That's the date it was taken, whatever, whatever. It is not. No. Those three guys died in a car accident, and that's their death date. When he did the interview, he said that one of the guys came over to his house and started hanging out. That day, he was That day, that day. He was supposed to leave, but they were having such a good time hanging out, he stayed. And because he stayed, another friend decided to come over, and another friend decided to come over, and another friend decided to come over. It was only supposed to be... One person coming over, 15 minutes gone. But everyone ended up meeting at that house, having a good time, and then they drove off later to go to, like, another party or something. Was it three or four friends? It was four people total, but he was super close with three people. There were four people in the car accident, and one person survived, but the three friends died. Wow. Yeah. I was amazed. I passed by that picture every single time I come to their house. And I never, I was like, oh, that's a cute, you know, it just looks like three bros in a picture, like three guys just hanging out. It never occurred to me that that was the story behind that picture. Between the car accident and the funeral, one of the guys visited several people. One of the guys who had passed away? Who had passed away. Someone had taken a shirt from the car before the car accident. And he came back to that person and says, hey, I want my shirt back. That was the first part of the story. The second part is they go to a different person and he's wearing the shirt and he asks about a different set of clothing. Then he visits our friend and he has the shirt on and the friend asks him in the dream, how are you doing? And he tells him, he's like, I'm okay. I'm just cold. And when I asked our friend, how do you, how did that make him feel? I just, I really did not feel comfortable asking him that on tape. Definitely. It was just, it was so emotional and, and unexpected. Yeah. I completely, I expected to hear shadow people. I did not expect to hear that story. I have never had a visitation dream, but Monica, I know that you have. Do you want to share it? Sure. So I don't remember what year it was. Was it 2013? What year is this now? This is 2018. It wasn't only five years ago, was it? No. It, when, when she died, yeah. it was 2008. Because I got married that yes, year. Yes, it was. Oh, my God. I, oh, no. Now I'm going to cry. I know. I'm getting emotional. Okay. So we had a friend. Uh, she, it, it was, it felt like a very Steel Magnolias kind of situation where she got, she got pregnant. She had her baby. Then she got sick. She was in the hospital for a really long time. I can't look at you guys when I tell the okay, story. Okay. Don't. Then don't. don't. Uh, she was in the hospital for a really long time. And then after a really long fight in the hospital, she passed away. It was right around my birthday, I remember that, because I was, was planning my birthday party and I canceled it. And, uh, I can do it, I just have to, like, take a lot of breaths in between every sentence. So, one night, a couple of, I guess it was a couple of weeks after she had passed away, I was, I guess I was asleep. I, I don't know if I was asleep or not. I'm going to say that I was asleep. In the bedroom, my bedroom, on my bed, I was on my side, I was on my right side facing out, out of the 
like towards the bookcase, like on, not towards the inside of the bed, towards the outside of the bed. I had my hand tucked under my cheek and in my dream, I was on the phone with her and I, I, we were just talking and I said, well, how are you doing? And she said, oh, I'm okay. I just miss you guys. And it just sounded, (laughs) it just sounded so much like her. And then, I mean, it, it sounded like her. It just, it was her voice. And then I guess my brain caught up with what was happening. And I said, wait a second. And the next thing I know, I was in the dark, awake in my bedroom. My hand was on my cheek. And I was like, I was just on the phone with her. And now I'm not. You know, and it was nice to hear her voice. Is that, I mean, is that, was it comforting? I mean. Yeah, it was comforting. Um, She sounded a little bit sad. It was a, it was a voice that I had heard her do a lot of times in our friendship. Um, I'm glad she said she was okay. And it kind of made me sad that she said she missed us, but it was, it was good to hear her voice. You know, like I had to just focus on, she said she was okay. So. Yes. Have you had any others? Uh, I mean, with her? No, that was the only time. And just the switch between having that happen and then waking up, this like knowing that the dream did not feel like a dream. It didn't. It really didn't. And knowing that I was in that same position, dreaming, dreaming, I say that with quotes, that I was talking to her and then the next minute I'm not. And she's just, I could feel that she was gone. Like I could feel that she wasn't there anymore. I've never, like my dreams aren't like that. You know, my normal dreams aren't like that. So that's why I call it a dream visitation. Logically, I know I probably was dreaming, but I think in that that psychic part of you that knows that sometimes life doesn't make sense, I was talking to her. I feel like that's reasonable. Like, it seems unreasonable, but you know what you know. Like, you know what you feel. I have not had a dream with this friend, but I do make it a point that... When I see like a penny, like I always think of pennies from heaven mm-hmm. and I know of pennies from heaven because of like dear Abby, she always puts in her columns, you know, pennies from heaven. That's someone giving you a signal that they're thinking about you. So whenever I see a penny, if it's with the year up and it's her year, her birth year, her birth year, I'll pick it up. And I haven't seen one in a while, but I remember right after she passed away, right after she died. I would see them all the time, at least for two years after that. I would see them all the time. Like, I, of course, you you know, you always pick up your birth year. Well, I always pick up my birth year. But I would also pick up her birth year if I saw it. And I would see it all the time. It really did make me feel better. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, uh... Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. We got so no. That's like, good. I was trying to hold it together. I couldn't when you when you said like when so, you got to that one part. I couldn't. Have you? I mean, have you guys? What I what I was gonna say was you did mention pennies, and I will say that I've mentioned before on this podcast that I did lose my dad back in 2004. I will say that just growing up, though, he would always tell us, you know, pick up the penny. It's good luck, and it didn't matter if it was. Head side up or tail side up. And yeah. he just said, pick it up. It's good luck. You know, money's money, pretty much. Yeah. Put it in your pocket. 
And, and, and I do. I do that all the time now. The other thing that I've seen that are, are signs or that we call signs or would say are signs are feathers. Just little loose feathers, whether it just be on the ground or... Well, that's usually where they are. I've never heard that. Well, I did hear a story. Really? No, no, I've never heard that. Me either. I did hear a story about someone who saw some kind of weird bird thing. It was like a demon. And then they walked out of their room and they came back and there was a black feather on their pillow. Well. So I wouldn't say that's a good sign. That's not a really good visitation. (laughs) No. (laughs) No, it's not. But that's the only time I've ever heard feathers. Yep. So I've always been told uh, that about feathers. I was even doing a little bit of research before I came in. And they even mentioned it on there that feathers and seeing birds, cardinals uh, in particular. That's another sign of a visitation. Blue jays. But yes, uh, so have you guys, ne- have y'all ever had any other dream visitations that you can think of? I mean, or you've have you ever dreamt of a deceased person? I'm trying to think of whether I had one with my cousin, of my cousin, and nothing's coming to mind. So of course this means that I'm going to go home and remember. I feel like because your cousin passed away... It felt like not too long before we met, but I think it was a while. Yeah, we were in high school. Yeah, I think it was a while before we met. And I just remember either the anniversary came up or maybe it was because our friend's funeral was in the same cemetery. It's in the same cemetery as your cousin's. I don't go there. That, yes, one, you don't go there. And two, I thought that you had a dream of her and she was asking you a question probably why don't you come visit me i don't know if that was it but she was you were like i just can't because you're not in there i remember you saying you told her i can't you're not in there and i remember you telling me that i can't because i know she's not in there so i don't know which came first you told me or you told me she's not in there or you telling me that you told her you're not in there I'm sorry. It's okay. This ended up being so We said in the beginning, emotional. this is an emotional topic. Well, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you. What about what about <laughs> you, mean, Tim? Well, I do have my own visitation stories or, or at least dreams where I have dreamt of people in my life who have passed where they're, they're in the dreams. But before I, I do that, I was going to mention just a, a couple of, of small dreams that I had been told about. So back in, I believe it was maybe 1990, 1991, my sister lost her best friend in a car accident, but the months leading up to the accident, her best friend told her that he had dreamt that he was going to die in a car accident. Oh my God. And he did. So that, you know, and there, there's not much more else that I, much more information that I can give about that, but that's, that's that story. I can also tell you that this same person who died, he was having this a funeral, and one of their other best friends had a dream. First of all, she was unable to attend the services because they were being held uh, down uh, near the coast, and her mom wasn't letting her go. And so she was upset, but she had a dream where she says in her dream that she was in a room and that there was no colors. She couldn't describe it any other way other than saying that it was a room where there was, it wasn't smoke. It was, she just said that there was no color to the room, that it was her and this friend of theirs who died in the car accident. And that he assured her that it was okay, that she was not going to be able to make it. And that was that. Those were, you know, dreams that I thought were worth mentioning for this podcast. 
I will say that I'm just filled with death here, but uh, I will say that. So my father, he did pass in 2004. I don't remember having many dreams of him after his death. I lost to my sister in 2008 and maybe went about a month before I had my first dream about her. And it's such a quick story because in the dream, I'm in a car. I'm actually sitting in the passenger seat of this car. And I remember looking in the side mirror of the car and seeing her reflection as if she was sitting in the back seat and she was just staring at me and she smiled. And that was that. How did that feel? It, I mean, it felt good to see her in my dream, but that's that dream. I can't tell y'all how many times I've had dreams, though, of my sister. So I don't know if that's a weird thing. I, I will tell you the things that I find weird about the dreams mm-hmm. is that for the most part, she doesn't talk. She's just there. She's, you know, present. She's smiling. We could be in a crowded room and she's just there with me. I know that in one particular dream, there was a party at my parents' house, and she was actually talking in this dream, and and it's the only dream that I can remember her ever talking in, and I don't remember what she said, but I do remember stopping her and saying, wait, you can't really be here, and then her face just kind of went blank, and it got awkward, and then I woke up. Like, it was, there was the moment, though, where the record stopped, (laughs) you know? But other than that, I mean, I think that that dream made me feel a little more empty than the others did. Uh, Since then, though, again, I dream about her a lot. I dream that we drive around town in the hill country and that we're just listening to music. And that's things like that. But I mean, other than that, I don't find it uncommon, though, to have these dreams. I feel like I have them pretty often. So in our friend's story, that person had messages. And so that's why they were coming back. Hey, I want my shirt. Hey, I need this. I need this. My friend, our friend, wanted to let us know that she was okay. So these people had specific messages that they needed to send. Your sister, it seems like maybe you know that she's okay. You know that she's at peace and she's just there with you. And yeah. that's how it is. I, I think I, that's how I take it. And I like that. That makes That's comforting right there. Yeah. Um, I also found it weird to think. I was just, again, I was doing a, just a little bit of research online, just looking at different things. But just one site just pointed out. That once we pass over to the afterlife, wherever, whatever that might be, that speaking is different. You know, we don't have a, we no longer have a voice box of our own. So it's different and it's difficult. And I just, I found that to be very, reading that was really weird because like I said, in most of these dreams, she doesn't speak. I think there's no, yeah, it's, it's really just a feeling. Of, yes. Right. If something was wrong, you would be able to tell, but she wouldn't have to right. say it. You would know. Right. I feel comforted by the dreams. So I'll say that they're, they're good That's dreams. Good. That's good. Yeah. That's good. It's good to feel comforted. It's good to know that that other person is okay. Yes. Like I, it makes you feel better. I think it's. When you're talking about when, you know, in reality, we try to be logical, but knowing something, just psychically knowing something is not something that a lot of people want to admit. You know what I mean? I think that you just knowing that she's okay, she's telling you that she's okay because she is okay and she's letting you know it without saying it. I don't know if that makes sense. No, that does make sense. That's, that's perfect. But again, 
I, I, it's almost as if she doesn't. Well, I, I think I'm just repeating what you said. <laughs> but it's almost like hey, I'm repeating exactly. She doesn't have to say she doesn't have to say she's okay. But also, like I was saying, communication's a little different. Yeah. So I mean, what if she just doesn't? Or she never really talks to me in my dream. But she's just there. I'm okay with that. Yeah, and you know? is isn't it comforting just to have her there? Right. Just to see her it again. Is. Well, I looked at exemplar.com and this was just a little article made by Sue B, Dreaming of the Dead. And she talks about resolving your feelings about losing a loved one. She kind of says dreaming of a deceased loved one can be healthy. And I'm taking this directly from that wonderful article, Dreaming of the Dead by Sue B. That dreaming of the dead can be negative or positive. It can be healthy, but you have to be able to differentiate whether it's going to be negative or positive. And she has several headings. One of them, resolving your feelings about losing a loved one. That may be why you're dreaming about someone because you have unfinished business. Something in your life may remind you of a quality quality the deceased person possessed. So maybe she mentions that someone dreamt of an old coworker that was deceased and she couldn't understand why. And then she remembered, oh, something in my life is happening. And it was very much like what was happening in the life of the ex-coworker. Mm-hmm. And so it reminds me of what happened with that person when right before they passed. You may need to let go of something or end something in your life. And maybe you're seeing that person who passed away, who died, as a, a warning sign to, hey, something in your life you need to change, something in your life you need to make different. Or she also says you may need to resolve something associated with when this person passed away. So maybe you've lost touch with someone and they passed away. And it's like now whatever was happening when that person passed away may be happening again and you may feel guilty. She's someone that passed away right after high school or a high school friend passing away and maybe dealing with the feelings that you felt in high school, you're seeing that dead friend again because oh you now associate those feelings with that person and then she also says hey maybe you could be receiving messages from the dead person in the dream and i think that's the one that we all kind of want we all want to get a message these are just messages sometimes the deceased person is saying caution sometimes they're negative messages something is going on crazy in your life just like what she talked about earlier in the article that you may need to resolve some of those negative feelings you may need to resolve some of the negative things going on in your life and that may be why you're seeing this person now popping up in your dreams so there are a number of reasons why logically neurologically Mm -hmm. we may be seeing someone but then there may be a metaphysical reason you kind of just have to take comfort where you can. I agree. Comfort taken. <laughs> so, Tim, wait, before we go, because I know we don't have a lot of time left, please, please, please tell me about your trip to Sedona. I want to hear about it. So, Sedona was really was really nice. Uh, that's probably my favorite place to visit here in the United States. Not that I travel the world. But, but this is Sedona, well, Sedona Arizona? Sedona, Arizona. Okay. It is beautiful. Red rocks everywhere. It's gorgeous. I've probably been to Sedona four or five times. I would say five times. And the first time that I ever went, I seemed to have, I I let it slip my mind, I guess. I just never really thought about it. I was pretty young. I think I might have been maybe 19 years old. It was with my sister. 
But this last trip that I took to Sedona a couple of weeks ago, we were just driving through it. And all of a sudden, my mind was just flooded with memories of just standing different spots, taking pictures with her, going to eat at a couple of, or at a restaurant, doing some shopping. Just memories were just kind of flooded my, my mind. And I was a little overwhelmed. And it's, you know, it's beautiful. I was taken aback. We were pulling into a little shopping area and I looked over and I saw a shop that sold rocks and aura pictures. And as we were pulling in, I remembered visiting that shop with my sister. And not that that wasn't emotional enough, having these memories and seeing that shop. (laughs) Sarah McLaughlin's Angel, you know, came on. And I know that everybody gets a little sad when that song comes on with those damn dogs. But... (laughs) Um, it was actually my sister's favorite song and being in Sedona, having these memories, the song just coming on the radio. Yeah. I, uh, I might have asked them to turn the radio off (laughs) after a few bars, but, uh, yeah, you know, Sedona was great. It was, it was beautiful, but I don't know. That's really interesting. It was interesting. They say that Sedona is supposed to have, uh, it's supposed to be one of the highest psychic, I don't know what it's to got, say. It's got vortexes? It's got vortexes. Wow. In Sedona. That's vortices. <laughs> yes. Very um, energy heavy place. Why? A very energy heavy kind of atmosphere. Yes. I wonder if there's any ley lines there. I bet there are. I mean, usually a ley line will intersect, yeah. and that will give you the your vortex. vortex of power. Dang. Go that vortex. would be a good trip. <laughs> that would be a good trip to Sedona. Uh, yeah, but it's probably about 15, 20 hours. 15 to 20 hours from here. So. Well, what if you fly? Oh, yeah, you could be good. Oh, wait. You fly to Phoenix, Never and then you mind. drive up to Sedona. Why? I don't think JJ likes flying. Why? I don't like flying. Did you know that? Nope. Are you serious? Should we go off the record for this? You want to close out the episode and then we can talk about that? (laughs) Okay. Let's close out the episode. Thank you for sharing all of your stories. This was a heavy, emotionally heavy episode. It was. And happy Halloween out there to all of you ghoulies. The Day of the Dead's coming up. Set up your altars. I think that should be today. This goes out. Wait. The Day of the Dead is November November 1st. 1st. This should be the Day of the Dead. Is it? Wait. Is it? November 1st is on Thursday. No. Oh. I've never seen it. I don't it's, think I could handle it. It's still on Netflix, right? It is beautiful. My mom bought me a Scentsy burner of, of a little sugar uh, candy skull and a candle. I'm supposed to make an altar for my cousin. Oh. And I don't know where to do it and where to put it. I have a picture of her up, but I need to make, like, offerings. She oh. liked Pooh Bear, so seeing that trailer. Oh, no. Broke my heart. I was sobbing. When I went to see The Incredibles 2. They played that Pooh trailer and I was oh, just like no. tears down my face. So. Winnie the Pooh made me cry the other day too. She loved Winnie the Pooh. Um, gosh, I love Winnie the Pooh. It's, it, it looks like a great movie. I like you and I like that you and McGregor. So, Yours is my favorite. <laughs> I like Rue. <laughs> and Rue. Send us uh, who your favorite Pooh character is. And also shoot us an email. Please email us. 
because otherwise we're just going to do us. We're going to do what we like to do. Send us an email to let us know what topics you want us to cover and we will cover them. We'll talk about them. And if you have a story about a specific topic, we would love to hear it. Also do us a huge favor. Please tell your friends to listen. Let them know that they can find us on Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. Stitcher. Yep, we're on Stitcher. We are on Stitcher? We're on Stitcher. Wow, we are. Big Stitcher, Stitcher famous. So like, rate, subscribe, review, thumbs up, whatever the kids are doing these days. Yep. Do all of it. Um, don't snap us. I'm not on Snap. Yeah, we're not on well, Snapchat. I mean, I'm on Snap, but don't snap The me. podcast is not on Snapchat. Yeah. You can snap me. Tim is on Snapchat. Maybe we'll put his Snapchat out here. Um, you can find us on Instagram. We are on Instagram. Spooky underscore chat underscore podcast on and Instagram. It's not a Finsta. It's a real Insta. A real We're checking it. Insta. We're posting. And thank you to Forrest Wilson. Badass music all the time. He did our song, Gallows. That's our theme song. Our email, I don't know if we said this before, spookychatpodcast at gmail.com. Send us things. Well, thank you guys for tuning in for one more episode. I I don't know if we're going to be able to follow this one up. This one was very emotional. It was. So this wraps up our podcast. No, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've got one we in the world. Like, time travel, the Mandela effect. We have so many topics to uh, talk about. The Whistling Man. And the Whistling Man. Ooh, it's coming up. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Stay safe, spooky babies. So, every single time I go into our friend's house and this friend, every time I go in there, I can hear you. It's going to pick up you. Yeah, I know. That's right. (laughs) So, every time I go, if you want to, you can go like this. Like, it won't pick that up. I'm good. I'm sorry. Excuse me. (laughs) JJ just kicked Tim under the table. It was an accident. Save it for Tim and JJ BFFs, guys. (laughs) Did we tell you about that? I heard it. Yes. Okay, this is so not the place for that. I'm cutting that. That's going to go at the end of this episode. I wonder if it was like the train station in Harry Potter. He dies. No color. Wow. Spoiler. <laughs> spoiler alert. Oh my but, God. If you haven't so, seen Harry so Potter. So that, those were her. The library will close in 30 minutes. Please check out your materials and take your library card application to the second floor circulation desk. And GTFO.